But uh, Alaska has like 69 one wave. <laughs> nice. Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. And I'm Ash. But who's that on the couch? Patrick, why are you still here? Oh, oh. hey guys, what's going on? Just figured I'd uh, take a little nap. What day is it? Have you been here the whole time? Um, I guess so. There's Taco oh, wow. Bell wrappers everywhere. Oh, oh man. my god, mm. dude! We thought you smelled bad before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you give oh, me a complex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll roll with it. I guess you want to watch a movie? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we have kind of a a different thing going on here than what we usually do. Uh, Usually, I will do some research about the movie that we're about to watch, but the the suggestion was thrown out for us to watch Heavyweights. I have literally never even heard the title of this movie. <gasps> I'm so excited! Oh my it's, god! It's Ash one of, know. It's one of the know. great pleasures of life when I can watch a movie that I've never heard of and don't know anything about. How is that possible? Now I am... Extra excited for Patrick to be here because Patrick knows a lot about this movie. Okay. So he could yeah. fill in for you. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a good idea. Like, we we, we shouldn't not talk about the movie. Um, well, but I also didn't want to do a lot of research because it would be nice to go in fairly cold. How how cold? Like, do you know the premise? No, I like, don't know what like, Heavyweights is. Like, this could I be assume, a wrestling oh movie that's in your head right now. Bonkers. <laughs> well, that's the only reference to Heavyweight I know is in like boxing or, or wrestling or something like that. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Oh, boy. This is, yeah. So, so the name Tony Perkis means nothing to you. Well, I know Anthony Perkins. No, Tony <laughs> Perkis. <laughs> I got you, but I don't know who that is. Oh, you will. So how much should we say? I don't know. I kind of like this. Nick not knowing. Yeah. I think, I mean, like, who's who's in the movie? Do you know, There's Nick? There's a couple of who's in the movie Do you, uh, that you yeah. can talk about without really blowing what, the, what it's about. Yeah, and that's all, like, untouched territory. Like, I, I have literally never heard the title of this movie. I don't oh know what God. it is. I mean, there's a lot of people... They have small, small roles, too, that you're going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, they're in it. They're in it. And then they're going to disappear. And you're like, well, where'd that really big star go? Oh, wow. Everybody does their ni- best uh, Nick impression and, and talk about all the minor characters like they're the major characters. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I do? <laughs> There's a few movies where I've been like, who are these names he's talking about? All right. So <laughs> who are so... these names you want to talk about? Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, excellent. But like I said, you're like, oh, he's in this. It's like, oh, no, bye bye. See ya. Okay. <laughs> Although it's it's funny, I don't know where the world stands on Jeffrey Tambor at this point. Uh, yeah. did he get some accusations of some creepy stuff? He he's just a jerk. Well, did he get fired from Transparent because of it? Oh yeah, he's the arrested. Which oh, is oh, tough because I don't yeah. see how you do that show without him. I don't. I don't know that they're still doing the show. I don't know. Hmm. They might yeah. not be. Did you know that Judd Apatow is in this movie? And that he wrote this movie? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's interesting. It's, it's an Apatow jam. Okay. I did not know that. Wow. Am. 
but it makes it sense. It is uh, directed by Stephen Brill. I don't know if you're familiar with him. No. But uh, he's known for Little Nicky, Mr. Deeds, Sex oh, Life, he's and an, Videotape. He's oh. an Adam Sandler guy. Yeah, sounds like it. But like Wait, he didn't. What about Sex Lies and Videotape? Uh, it looks like he was an actor in it. Because <laughs> that was Soderbergh. Yeah, he didn't yeah, direct okay. that one. Okay. So maybe, he, it looks like, oh, he directed Little Nicky and Mr. Deeds. Oh, he directed with Without a Paddle, everyone's favorite movie with the... Wow. Uh, no, <laughs> thanks. Green. Is that the Dax Shepard vehicle? <laughs> yes, yes, wow. which we should totally watch. Wow. Uh it looks like what else did he direct? Nothing else amazing. So, <laughs> yeah. I remember I, I went to a movie theater one time, and this was years ago. I think it was Little Nicky, and it was Little Nicky and Charlie's Angels were playing, and so we just went up to the window and we said, "Give us Little Nicky or Charlie's Angels," and. You know, just tell us which theater to go to. So we didn't look at our tickets. We just went into the room and watched whatever played. And unfortunately, and it took you an hour. It little it took you an hour before you realized which one you were watching. Oh no! Oh no! It was pretty no. clear, and it was it was the bad choice because I saw Charlie's Angels later, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. That would uh, be a fun one to do. There are yeah. yeah, there are three, no less than three shared actors in this movie from the Mighty Ducks franchise. <gasps> Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. So, an Emilio Estevez, perhaps? No, cha- we'll say of the kids. Oh, the kids. Uh, oh, Nick. He doesn't know. know. He doesn't know about kids. Shut up, Patrick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right. Because I forgot. Because the whole. I'm familiar with the concept it. of children. Uh, <laughs> there's also uh, just. Because I'm sure every, all the listeners at home are like screaming. There's obviously a really big star in this movie yeah. that I think we should keep secret. Uh, yeah. I'm like surprised that Nick doesn't know about this movie because of. Yes. So I feel like <laughs> it's a it's, weird sentence structure. It's more fun to keep that one secret. So let's not spoil that one. But okay. Patrick, do continue. If there's um, more people. There's just there's gonna be a lot of people you recognize. I feel like their faces if you don't know their names. Um Paul Feig, or is it Feig or Feig? Yeah. He's in this. Okay. Um, but he's another director, not so much. No, but he's actor. like a, he's, he's, yeah, he plays a fairly major role. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I even know what he looks like. This was the movie like that made all dude. of the directors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, who else? Uh, well, there's another one that he rec- you'll recognize, but I feel like saying that actor's name yep. will spoil the one that we're not trying to spoil. Ah, I see. Yeah, playing a weird game here. It's yeah. also going to be weird when I pull it up on the old Apple TV and like. Oh, well, there's going to be like the factoids or stuff in the margin. Well, I mean, there's the actors' names and there's poster and. Just yeah, it depends like, on what poster you're going to get because it might yeah. just spoil the big, the yeah. big uh, person. But yeah, I feel like we're also building this movie up a lot, guys. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know that you are. I disagree. Are. I think it's fair. This movie is phenomenal. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So first, who decided to watch this? Uh, that was this? me, actually, okay. because inspired by Patrick. Because on the Let's Rewatch uh, Facebook page, I don't even remember how this came up, Patrick. But you said, "Wouldn't it be funny to do a fake trailer for?" heavyweights too and i was like that's yeah. hilarious 
let's do it. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, we're so keep doing an eye it. out for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're yeah. We've. I mean, yeah. I, I hope it comes to fruition. I think. Yeah, we've had some back and forth, and we talked about it last time. And uh, before I sleep, fell asleep on your couch here, and then uh, <laughs> once in a while I've been working on it. You know, when I go to the bathroom, and but. Um, this, uh, yeah, my sister and I were talking, I honestly am forgetting now how the whole thing has started. And then my sister and I are super fans of this. It's on our Mount Rushmore movies. Probably we watched over and over as kids. <laughs> and, uh, somehow we were talking about it and a sequel concept came up and it's like, Oh, this is interesting. And yeah. And then I just kind of wrote it out on the Facebook page and Ash was like, we should film this, write it up. I'm like, I said, don't play with me. I'll do it. I'll write you the script. <laughs> and he has. So when we'll when, is, when is this coming out? <laughs> oh, God. You well, know how slow I am to make things. 2022? Yeah, right. It'll be a while. <laughs> That's pretty good if we don't even have a full-fledged script yet. I guess I'm on an animation <laughs> timeline. It's a trailer. <laughs> oh, we're just talking the trailer? I thought yeah, we were doing the whole feature. The whole no. I was yeah, on board. 60 seconds. <laughs> Dear God, that'd All be right. a long time. So when was this movie released? Oh, good question. Uh, Do you know, Patrick, without... 95? Yes. Sounds right. You are correct. This was released uh, February 17th, 1995. <laughs> February 17th, To the date. Huh? Yes, to the date. I like that Ash and I are tag teaming the Nick role right now. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Dang, this is hard, though. Being the Nick is hard. The one movie where I know the the exact day it was released is Daredevil because oh, God, it was February what? 14th, Valentine's Day. Okay. I watched it alone and had an allergic reaction and my feet swelled up. <laughs> Wait, you so, were allergic so that, that date to Daredevil? stuck out in my head. No, reaction to uh, ibuprofen. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And that's the day you found out. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a nice Valentine's Day. That's <laughs> Me and Matt Murdock and swollen feet. Uh, just I hanging out like at, to... at the uh, theater, popping pills. Yes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Fuck Valentine's Day. Uh. Uh, I would like to also point out that on IMDb, uh, if you look up heavyweights and you scroll down and it says more like this, the first suggestion is blank check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I uh, really, really want to watch blank check. Even another though I, think we should. Bad. <laughs> I think we should. Um, yeah, it's, I think we should, uh, I don't know how much else we should get into it. One of the actors actually, um, one of the main actors, because I was looking up recently, is actually in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which you uh-huh. probably don't recognize him from because he's so much older now. But, uh, but So in 2, but not the first one. Yeah, it looks like he's just in 2. Okay. Now, now I've got my, I'm like searching my internal database, like who's in the second one, but not the first. Oh, I don't yeah. even know or if you Vingrams. saw his face. It says facial reference so i don't even think <laughs> oh, he was he's like in a, the movie maybe a motion oh. capture capture actor yeah. Oh, yeah there you go um and also there is another oh, very very minor for cg talk about dire- <laughs> uh directors in the uh, in this movie there's another director who has a short cameo in this movie i forgot about Ooh, peter berg oh, oh. well he was an actor before he was a director Nick, that, one makes well, more that sense. would explain it then. How do you know all these things? Um, I like movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, him, yeah. And 
Peter Berg's awesome. What was uh, that movie about the guy who was, I mean, there were a couple of movies like this. They were like frozen and woke up like 20 or 30 years later. Uh, yeah. Wasn't that uh, the one with the. Uh, Encino Man? Peter Berg. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. And it's 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 an old trope. It's like the the father and the son switching bodies. You know, there have been a few of those. Yeah, they're Freaky all. Friday? Yeah, creepy. that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, but uh, Peter Berg directed your favorite movie, right, Brett? Battleship. Right. Oh, oh great! <laughs> is that is he of of that caliber? You'll have to double check me on that. I think he directed Battleship. I like that we're hitting all of the. Uh, the hits for a, a Patrick guest spot. We talked about Battleship. Um, we've talked about the Tom <laughs> yeah. Woke movie. We just need a Princess Bride reference for the trifecta. You're, you're like the Taco Bell of podcast guests. It's like it's different things, but they're all the same ingredients. <laughs> that could be a really whoa, nice compliment whoa, or a really bad insult. Whoa. I'm choosing to take it as a compliment. We are we are not drunk and oh, and or hungover. That is not why we're hanging out with Patrick. I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, Brett. Uh, <laughs> You're so nice. Um, I don't know if you guys know him by name, but Tim Blake Nelson is also. Oh in this. yeah. From uh, Oak Brothers. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Tim Blake's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the video chat, Nick leans to the side Wait, and the Tim Blake Nelson poster. And he was in Hulk? Uh, he was Dermal or Donald, Dermar O'Donald in O Brother Where Art Thou? Which means nothing yeah. to me because I don't remember the name. Remember oh, that's his name. name. One of the three yeah. main guys. Yeah, yeah you'll that's rec- what you'll I recognize him. Yeah. Do not seek the treasure. Oh, okay. He was the guy with the pet mouse or pet, whatever that thing was. Toad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was Pete, though. We thought you was a toad. (laughs) They loved him up. I really hope that Nick watches this movie and just absolutely loves it because that would be amazing. I don't know why he wouldn't. It's a masterpiece. (laughs) It's just a a glaring Uh, omission from the Encyclopedia Nictanica. Yeah. Uh, Alan Convert is in this movie as well. Does anybody recognize? Covert. Him I don't by know name? who that is. He he's like in. You'll recognize him because he's yeah in all he's in Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, Fifty First Dates. Little he's, Mickey, uh, Happy Gilmore. Did you guys see, yeah, Grandma's Boy is really popular. Yeah, Grandma's Boy. He's the main guy in Grandma's Boy. Oh, Sean West is the guy from Mighty Ducks. That you were talking about, right? One, mm-hmm, one of them. He's unfortunately was in the them, news yeah. for mm-hmm. not, unfortunate um, reasons recently. Let's see. So, Sam, have you seen this movie? Yes. But I haven't seen it since I was probably like six or seven. Like, I remember watching this on TV with my dad. I think it came on, I don't know what channel, but. Disney. Four. I think. Something. Yeah. (laughs) So what do you expect? Is it going to be any good? I think I'm going to really like it. I think it's going to, I don't think it's going to be like, you know, a cinematic masterpiece by any means, but I think it's going to be a really fun, enjoyable movie that I think there will be things that are dated that are probably not couth for today's audience. But aside from those, I think we'll like the plot. That's my prediction. I, I have nothing else to go off of. <laughs> Fair enough. What do you think, Brett? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen this movie. Everybody's seen it. <clears throat> it's 
honestly, it's a weird one for for me to have seen because I feel like, uh, I mean, this I only ever saw it once, and uh, I was like, heavyweights. What the hell is heavyweights? And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that movie. Uh, and I, Sam, I think, was underselling how excited she was. <laughs> yeah, downstairs, she was just like, "Oh my god!" Well, <laughs> it's it's one of those movies that like it wasn't popular enough for everyone to still like love it and remember it in the like front of their memory, you know, like Princess Bride. There you go, Patrick. Um, and <laughs> bingo. Um, but it's one that's like like. I don't know, discovering your forgotten bag of cookies in the back of your pantry, you know, where you're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, I mean, I, I remember liking it. And I think the mystery actor that we're not talking about is kind of like, a, it, it's a good, it's a good deal that's coming up. Um, and I want to compare it to other movies in my, in my I know, I guess of, of what it's going to be like. And I can't because yeah. they're all essentially like this, almost this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll bring it up afterwards, but I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good, but not, <laughs> but, but not like fantastic. I think it's just like, uh, there's a reason I only watched it once. Okay. Harsh. So Ash, you seem kind of excited about it. Yes. I remember really loving this movie as a kid. I think I saw it several times, but I definitely haven't seen it since. Uh, I have a little bit of an advantage because I watched the trailer recently, which like jogged a bunch of my memory because I'm working on this thing with Patrick. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I think everything Sam said is going to be true. Where yes. I think it'll be really enjoyable, and I think there'll be a lot of stuff that's not cool anymore, mm. but there'll still be a lot of like fun. It'll still be a fun romp to to enjoy. All right, Patrick, what do you got? Visual you art, seem kind of into it. It's I'm expecting visual art. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's all I want to say about it. It's, it's like beautiful. Oh, that, that's all you got. You it's, don't want to. You don't want to expand too far. Mm, no, I don't want to oversell it. It's you know a near perfect movie and a masterpiece. So I don't want to oversell it though. <laughs> okay, all right. It's you know my childhood, so I don't. Know. It's not like it means anything to me. We've seen a perfect movie on this podcast before, and as a matter of fact, you were a guest on that episode. So let's see. Yes, Ace Ventura. Whether. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how heavyweights holds against Alien. But That'll before, be very interesting. Before we do that, Nick, yeah, can, can we get you to take a prediction at what the plot is? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, okay. What's the premise? <laughs> All right. Well, well, based on the stuff that you've said and tried to retract, uh, <laughs> I get a feeling like this is in the mold of Karate Kid. It's a movie about kids playing sports. And... Um, I'm going to, cause it's, I'm just going to say it cause it's in my head. The, there's absolutely no reason for it, but the mystery actor who's like floating in my head is Alec Baldwin. <gasps> um, but I mean, this is, you keep talking about Apatow. So it's, it's more recent than I thought it was, you know, well, I thought 95. this right. But I was thinking like, you know, Goonies era, for some uh, reason, 
I but could see that with, from with the cover art. <laughs> but there's no basis for that. So those are just yeah. like random weird things floating around my head. All right. All right. I love That's it. Good. Yeah. We'll we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to pause the recording. We're going to watch Heavyweights, some of us, for the very first time. And then we'll get back and see what we think of it. Ah, freak out. The freak. Say she. Freak out. Slide. So I guess we need to start by addressing the elephant in the room that that movie stole a lot from Looper. Whoa, what? I knew it was a movie about a guy who traveled back in time and met his younger self. (laughs) Weird. Okay. Right? Are you referencing that Pat and Jerry looked a lot alike? Like they they're the be... same dude. I thought I always thought that it was interesting. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. He just traveled back in time and found himself oh. as a child at the same camp and insinuated of... himself into his own life. By travel back in time, do you mean like hung around for eighteen years? Yeah, because yeah. that's what happened. Speaking of Pat lookalikes, um, Pat. <laughs> The uh, counselor of the uh, camp MVP, camp MVP, oh, no. looked just like you. Oh no! <laughs> Sam was like, "Pat's in this." <laughs> huh. Maybe you slowly modeled your look after that all these oh, years. You just subconsciously, yep. you had mm-hmm. no idea. That's so funny. I, I was watching the movie, and then like five seconds in, it's like. Ben Stiller as Tony whatever. And I was like, God damn it. Uh, yeah, we've... Well, <laughs> no, I, I made a point to not read the oh, on-screen good. credits, oh, good. which is, have you ever tried to do that? Like not read text in front of your face. It's a weird, difficult thing to do. I think it's humanly impossible. <laughs> but I did see um, Jeffrey Tambor. So I'm glad like that was one you'd already said. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the rest of them, I managed to not actively read. Oh, awesome. So, <laughs> the weird little path I walked down because, of course, I had to search for it and find it and tried not to look at the screen. And then the the poster flashes on the screen, and what registered in my head was Steve Carell dressed like Rambo. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that Steve Carell? No, don't look, don't look. And then I kept on going. It, I definitely, I, if you don't look closely, you could definitely yeah. not know. That it's Ben Stiller. And it was a great reveal for somebody who didn't know what it was. Although, yeah. the moment you see Jerry Stiller, you yeah. have to yeah. assume that it's a Ben Stiller movie. I don't know why I didn't make the connection. I think that's <laughs> the one Pat was saying, like, well, yeah. there's one other person we can't talk about. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's but, in all of his films. Yeah. Guys, I, I think I'm just now making the connection that that's Ben Stiller's dad. Oh my oh, god! Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow! wow. Which yep. is extra funny in movies where Ben Stiller's character's dad shows up, and it's never Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like some other guy. We also didn't even talk about uh, Keenan Thomas. Yeah. Thompson. Yeah. Thompson. Yeah. Sorry. So- I actually had his name in front of my face, and I still <laughs> said it wrong. <laughs> well, because he was in D two and D three. The Mighty Ducks. Yeah. He was the uh, creator of the Knuckle Puck, 
in D2. <laughs> so that's actually the one thing about this movie I did, I have seen and not known what it was. You know how they have like, you know, people put these pictures online where it's like several shots of a movie with the dialogue and it's, you know, it's supposed to be hilarious because you see this scene play out in still images. And I saw that where he's like on the plane and he's like, you going to fat camp? <laughs> oh, why? Because you're fat. Well, you're fat. Yeah. Because I'm going to fat camp. Yeah. <laughs> and when I saw that online, I had no idea it was in a movie about fat camp. And I read that last line very sad when I saw it. And it was very happy in the movie. It's much funnier if you read that last line sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I'm <laughs> going to fat camp. Just like, yeah. It sad. But it, it was a cool scene. And it's like, oh, that's where I've seen this. But yeah, that was the... Uh, onlyest thing I've ever been exposed to from this movie. Wow. That's crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's kind of, it kind of is, you know, again, a generational gap because for me as a kid, this movie was on the Disney channel, like nonstop, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know, okay. I remember seeing it run several times on the Disney channel for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like, I could you understand know, that. I could see you missing it. I'm, uh, and I'm definitely at a far end of the spectrum because this is definitely, this is one that I, like I said, that my sister and I would watch over and over and over again and just definitely grew up quoting it to each other. There were a <laughs> lot of good quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I oh, yeah. had written them down, but I uh, was drinking wine, so I didn't. <laughs> oh, I still, to this day, will, if I open like the fridge and there's like turkey or ham or something in there, I'll pull it. If, if I have an audience <laughs> that, if I have an audience that will appreciate it, I'll pull it out and go, oh, look, a deli meat. <laughs> yeah, Get this salami off of my back. Yeah. <laughs> but that is something I feel like I didn't really register as a kid that is adult watching it. I, I, I was like, that's kind of room temperature. Yeah. Meat. That's, that's kind of gross. I was going to say the, one of the grossest things for me in this movie is licking melted candy bar <laughs> off of some other kid's stomach. Uh, so disgusting. Funny. It is funny, and, and but all like, the kids did it. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, some of my favorite lines like were actually like not major punchlines. They were like quietly said by other actors sort of in the, like you could miss them. Like at one point the one guy is like coaching the kid on how to hit the baseball bat. And he's like backing away slowly. And he's like, you know, you got this, just hit the ball. Just, you know, swing the bat. I have no idea what I'm doing. And he just keeps backing away. (laughs) Well, I like how he says, keep your eye on the bat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Well, he did um, throw the bat at everyone moments prior to that. Can we talk about the really weird Seymour Butts joke? <clears throat> oh. Oh, yeah, that was... Wait. So no, I, I was thinking of a different scene. I, I was it. thinking where he did the crunches into the a butt. 10-year-old's ass. Oh. But no, you're talking was, about something that was else. hilarious. Uh... <laughs> No, the Seymour Butts thing, I googled it, and although it seems like a really bad comp for TV, apparently that's the original. Wait, they're really... No, it totally looks like like ADR, like they replaced the joke. They ADR'd it, but that's the original release. Like, it was never a different joke. So they tested it. And I think that happened a few times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they shot... 
like when they were doing the go like the big go kart race at the end, the the MVP kid definitely said shit. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. You know? And I think yeah. they thought, oh no, let's change this for the for the release. Let's make it a little bit more kid friendly. Because I can definitely see like Judd Apatow writing some jokes and Disney like later being like, uh, actually, let's replace this with Seymour Butts or something more tame. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever noticed that, Patrick, that like the Seymour Butts thing is totally oh, dubbed over? Yes. It, uh, it threw me off. I remember as a kid that and then um, you said, yeah, the oh shit shoot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was one other time I'm trying to that always stood out to me. That felt, yeah, heavily ADR'd or just like very noticeably. I'm trying to think now what it was. The Seymour Butts for sure. Oh, it's killing me now. You'll think of it eventually. Yeah. Well, just ran- I'm just going to say it randomly out of context. I'll just say the line. There, there was one where where uh, they were doing that pu- pushing the go kart scene, and a question is asked that is not that is not uh, actually said by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid responded to it. I was like, oh, oh, what do I, who said that? <laughs> you know, I went to a camp one summer that had a blob like that. Oh, oh yeah. It does awesome. look fun as hell. Yeah. It, they're really strict on, um, like the weight disparity between the two people yeah. doing it. Like the person jumping down can only be so many pounds heavier than the person getting uh. tossed. I was wondering about that. Cause you want to get the fattest kid to bounce you. Yeah. <laughs> But they're they they had I think it was like a fifty pound was the max. This it was like you couldn't have someone more than fifty pounds jump while you were on it for you. Uh, yeah, oh, to wow. launch. I it. remember there was a there was a YouTube thing a while back uh, where someone maxed it out, and <laughs> <laughs> that was like okay, that's so dangerous. That person's way too high in the air right now. So. Yeah, you you get tossed. It's uh, what's crazy is the one that they did. It was it was really really big and it had these colored sections, and you could have more than one person be the bouncy. They just were had to stay in your own section, so there was distance, so you wouldn't collide with each other. Oh my god! And then if in nobody, air. if you did, so if you didn't fall off, you stayed on and you moved down to the next section. And then if every section was filled, it was called a blob war, and you basically would wrestle until someone fell off it. <laughs> oh, wow! Awesome. A blob war sounds really weird. <laughs> so I Googled it and I found the original line for the Seymour Butts thing. Oh, yeah? He he actually says Peter Fitz. So he says, nobody's wow. Peter Fitz like yours, Uncle Tony. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yep. They Seymour should probably Butts change is way that. better. Yep. That's yeah. bad. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> who, yeah. the, who the fuck wrote a pedophilia joke? That's messed up. Uh, Judd uh, Apatow. <laughs> yeah. It's like the same person who wrote the joke about him doing a crunch into a ten-year-old. I mean, yeah. yeah, that was that's, so damn funny though. His response yeah. to that—the <laughs> oh snake hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I that's and more like, innocent, you know? It's not as gross because, like, it doesn't allude to sex. And, like, 11. Yeah, and they're little. Like, you don't... Like, it's gross, and they were in it to gross him out, and it succeeded, yeah. you know? But the other joke is, like, no, that's a blatant child sex joke. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, also like the person who wrote that is the person who wrote a movie where the adults go along with kidnapping someone like that was bananas yeah. right yeah. like what it's insane <laughs> they electrocute him that is way worse than anything he did to those to children fair, well, none of the adults saw that there was an electrified fence <laughs> Did they? It was always the, there was no adult in the room at that time. <laughs> so, as, no. Electrocution is always this thing as a kid you think is funny when you see yeah. it because there's no there's no visible like you can't see. So as a kid you just think ah it's so funny it's like when I shock my finger on or my foot on the carpet or something like that and as an adult you realize oh no that's like really 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 bad for like your yeah. body that can yeah fuck this you one up. seemed like the opposite version of like. Um, matilda where like the school was way out of line and then they responded proportionately this is yeah like, no this was kind of like a normal movie and like that guy was a dick but whoa they kidnapped yeah. him yeah <laughs> yeah so, so and it, electrocuted him and like starved him yeah, yeah. it, it kind of started out as like a normal disney channel type movie and then it quickly turned into wet hot american summer for kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> In, including, I was I was excited to see Peter Berg, who showed up for what four seconds. <laughs> the, cook, yeah. Yeah. the little bit that he did was exactly a, the same as the cook in Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, and I then was he was gone, too. like he was never there. Yeah, isn't that Christopher um, Maloney in Wet Hot American yes, Summer? The guy, yes. yeah, yep. Oh, by the way, it's late to dinner. That's the the movie that Peter Berg was in, where people are frozen and woken up thirty years later. Oh, late okay. for dinner. I'm really glad because everybody that cared about that. Me. I I would really like to have a slow motion food fight firework party. Where can I sign up for that camp? <laughs> but, but, fat camp. But it's not just a normal food fight. It's a food fight with yourself, where the goal <laughs> right. is to get yes. as much food into your yes. own mouth as possible. I was thinking about the logistics of, like, the quantity of food being thrown around. And I was like, that party lasted for 35 seconds. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And they really should have established one of the kids as being really, really rich. Yeah, where'd they get that money? Yeah, they were, like, paying off all of these food delivery people. But where did that money come from? Well, it was, I guess their parents have the money for a fancy fat camp. Yeah, they so. were flying yeah. them to camp. Yeah. <laughs> that one kid came from England. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> you know what's funny is, as a kid, it seemed to make sense to me that they'd have that crazy food orgy party. Like, yeah, we run whoa, it, but now it's whoa, kind of like... Wait a minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, that's accurate. Uh, that's very accurate. Free for all. <laughs> Free for all? Is that more... Appropriate. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, food uh, orgy free for us. <laughs> yep, because that. There that, we go. Better. Yep, better. Yeah. Got rid of the problematic word there. Um, <laughs> but what down on me was it's not like they've been deprived. That's the whole other point that got them to hear is that they've been cheating this whole time and still eating <laughs> junk yeah. food. So it's not like they've been deprived of it for well, three months. And now this is a big blowout. It's like, no, you've been eating this shit the whole time. Well, that's, yeah. that's the thing about diets, right? Is like, you don't diet and you're like, okay. And then the minute you're on a diet, you're like, I want all the chocolate and candy in the world and I can't yeah. have it. And I need it. I you have know? to admit, well, it took all of the self-restraint I had to not go eat a cookie while watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that maybe it's because the script was originally written 
where the kids lost a ton of weight because they were forced to. And then everybody came to the realization of, we can't force child actors to lose 50 pounds uh, each. Maybe. And they had oh. to rewrite around that. Huh. Maybe. I, 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 I think... That scene where he's like, you gained nine pounds. It was like... <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> too good. But it's also like a surprisingly modern concept. Like, this is a very body positive story. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the well, camp starts out as like... All these kids, they're like, it's their safe space. They don't get teased. They can be happy with themselves. It's the best summer of their lives. They tease the the skinny counselor. And then the literal Nazis come in and like <laughs> tease them for being fat. So that, that actually plugs into a really important question I had. If Ben Stiller had not shown up, what would have happened at this camp? It would have just been fat kids having a good summer. I think that's the, not an effective fat camp. That's uh, well, not what a fat camp is for. I mean, this is just in my mind, but the the thing, the canon that I've always had is that the original couple that ran the camp ran it as a guys. Like, like they told parents that it was a fat camp to lose weight, but really they just felt bad for these kids. And so they just wanted them to come and like, have a good time. Oh, that's really sweet. That's what I always like, cause they, they were felt very much like grandma and grandpa, like, you know, and the way the kids, you know. I was just looking at this willful ignorance. Like they, that could be, they just, they, it's, you know, they're like, we know they're not. But it's like equal yeah. parts. We want them to have a good time and you know try to help them get healthier. But we know that they're they're sneaking and cheating. But we let it go and um, yeah, yeah. But Nick, yes, they, they probably would just hung out and eaten their junk food stash and not lost a pound. <laughs> and but that's the whole point is they tell their, they go back and tell their parents how much they love it so much and plead and beg to yeah. go back. That mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what making it the happens. most ineffective fat camp ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if fat camps were effective. They'd like be a, th- a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Are they not? No. No. Have no. You, like where? I mean, there might not be really. some, but like, who's who? Wasn't there like that? a an MTV True? What was it called? True Life? Or yeah, yeah. Where, where they're like fat camp? Look or? at this hellscape. <laughs> that that's interesting. Is this a thing that I assumed was real? That's not real. Well, it's like the Biggest Loser. Like that show. You know, yes, people lose weight on that show, but then as soon as they leave the show, they just put all the weight back on. That that system of like purging your body really oh, quickly sure. of weight is not an effective. Oh yeah, system. and they overtrain them. Those people's knee read stories like half the contestants' their knees are just done after no. that. Yeah, uh. it's not a. It's never a good. Like you can't. It's you can't healthily lose weight in a short span of time. You just can't. Well, I guess I placed it as like, oh, clearly this is something that existed in like the 60s and the 70s. And sure. Would have oh, be considered completely yeah. dangerous at this point. Yeah. But I don't know. I think are they real? I think fat camps are like quicksand. They technically exist, but they're way, way, way <laughs> less common than TV would lead us to believe. And, and, way, and, less and way less, yeah, way less dangerous. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. There's probably not a crazy dude in spandex running around. Well, like, the concept of fat camp seems like a thing that, like, there's probably a couple that exist so that everyone can feel like, well, at least someone's trying out there. (laughs) (laughs) So I was watching this movie, and I realized, like, 
I think one of the reasons why this movie really resonated me as a kid is because I didn't really go to a fat camp, but I went to a, um, I had a similar situation as a kid. So as a kid, I was a fat kid and I went to this after school, like daycare place. And the lady who ran it was like just awful, horrible. And she made us run laps like not around the school, but around the city block unsupervised. And she'd be like, all the wow. fat kids have to run 10 extra laps or whatever it was. What? And uh, yeah. And we would like, as kids, we would tell our parents. And of course, being parents, they don't believe you because you're a child, just like in this film. And so I think that's why this movie really resonated me with me as a kid. Because I was like, yeah, like nobody listened to me. I, you know what's funny is I feel like it's a totally a generational thing though with the believing, just giving the benefit of the adult the doubt to the adult all the time. Because us, we were talking about this with our neighbors. We all have young kids, and man, my two and a half year old says some weird, wild stuff. But I feel like if she <laughs> told me something like that, I would hundred percent give her the benefit of the doubt and believe her. And, and then because mm-hmm. she says Not stuff, in an eighties movie. No, no, yeah, yeah. But I also I feel like when I was a kid, like when we were kids, the the adult would have always gotten the overwhelming mm. benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, totally. And I think that's why, like in the '90s, it kind of spurred a bunch of films like this. Like we've talked about it before that the '90s have this theme of kids' movies where the kids are smarter than adults, or the kids, you know, trump adults in some way, just like in Jumanji, you know, Camp Nowhere. Kind yeah. of in the same vein. Have you noticed that there's one Ben Stiller evil character? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot like the Ben Stiller nice characters, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the same character when he does the blue steel face, right? Like, yeah, and and um, uh, mystery men. Mm-hmm. It's that same voice. Yeah. Oh, well, and I'm Dodgeball, a little dumb and really mean. Dodgeball yeah. is literally the same character. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Makes yeah. me bleed my own blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of one note. <laughs> yeah, but there's some funny notes in there, too. I mean, the whole, again, this is a, going back as like teenagers or young adults with my sister, we'd rewatch it. We'd pick up on some of his lines that didn't really like hit home as kids. And the whole, <laughs> I'm looking forward to interacting with children for the first time. <laughs> yes. Is so I did yeah. love that. Like, <laughs> that was great. I've been homeschooled my whole life. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and did he get super cut just for this movie? Right. It's crazy. Oh my God. How, how cut he is in this film. Yeah. But, did he put in all that work for this? I mean, I feel like he's always been in decent shape, but yeah. it's probably like... Dude, Disney's got, got deep pockets, man. I mean, if he was really cut, we should have seen it in Zoolander, right? Was it the same, but, was it the same year? I, mean, I don't think it was... No, I mean, like, he should have been showing off in Zoolander. I think Zoolander oh. would have been quite a bit after this one. Well, he could have gotten cut. Well, then, yeah. Yeah. But again, like dodgeball, he's he's in really good shape in dodgeball. Yeah. Okay. I feel like he's always in. I feel like he's pretty consistently in. He's a lean guy in decent. shape. I just never probably, think of him as like super muscly. In this, he's like, damn, Ben Stiller. I think he definitely got extra ripped for the film. Well, my yeah. my head cannon for for Ben Stiller is that he's unaware that he's a comedy actor. 
<laughs> I love it. Didn't Charlie Sheen get really ripped for hot shots? Yes. Yes. Just yeah. like really like putting in a ton of effort for like weird movies. Those you know movies are in- worth it. <laughs> I mean, the gag two. in Hot Shots was worth it, but damn, that must have taken a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's always sunny when Matt gained a bunch of weight between seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now he's, have you seen him now? No. Now he's super ripped again. He's, yeah. <laughs> like Hugh Jackman shredded. Like, it's crazy. Uh, wow. It's interesting because I recently just watched Along Came Polly, which was oh, filmed yeah. in 2004. And I remember thinking the same thing. With that movie, Nick, I was like, he, wow, I didn't realize Ben Stiller was so ripped. I mean, he's more ripped in this for sure, but like, I was okay. definitely thought the same. So maybe there's a period of time there where he really hit yeah. the gym hard. I mean, bro, do you even lift <laughs> Chil- children? Do you lift children? And devil logs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is a, a new uh, spinoff podcast where Ash judges the Stiller bot in every movie. <laughs> well, well, you, then you have to include you, that uh, incredibly overstuffed leotard or unitard he was wearing with the huge bulge in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that's, that. That's a blank stare from Ash. But yeah, he had like that thing was stuffed. Wow. I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. It was it was comical. Yeah. <laughs> so let's be real, though, Nick. It's your new favorite movie, right? Like it's like heavyweights, <laughs> then Alien, right? right. Then Princess Bride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm, Nick. I guess it's final thoughts. I don't want to, but uh, I'm legit. I, I the first note I wrote down was, "I wish I was in the room with Nick watching this." Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish I was watching Dick watch this movie. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just imagining like I'm watching a movie and Patrick staring at me. Yeah. Just Do you like that. Do you like you that. Taste of what that's like. Let's stick right here. Yeah. <laughs> or or that infuriating thing where somebody's like, "Oh, this part's good. Oh, watch good this." Part. Oh yeah. I do, yeah. I, and now like, you've just ruined it. <laughs> flutter my fingers by the side of your face. Just watch this part. Watch this. Oh, part. Yeah. Here goes yeah. Part. Pay attention. But, before we uh, move on to final thoughts, did you all watch to the end of the credits? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I said that in the, the chat. That's crazy. As many times as I've, I feel like I've made it pretty clear, I've seen this movie quite a bit. I did not know that that scene existed. Yeah. You what? Know, I was watching it and I was like, I feel like there's something at the end of the credits. And part of me was like, nah, they didn't do that then. But I just had this feeling like I remembered something, but I didn't remember it specifically. And at the end of the credits, if you haven't seen it, is Tony. He's a door-to-door crystal salesman, <laughs> which is pretty hilarious. Yeah. I love how it, relevant that still is. Yeah. Like, with essential oils and homeopathy and all this stuff. And like crystals. Crystals are still a thing. Yeah, that's true. Like, Against oh, all yeah. fucking odds. <laughs> And it kind of struck me like, uh, well, yeah, Ben Stiller isn't going to let this movie get away from him with him not being in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm still here. Pay I attention. I think that's uh, why he had to play his father as well. He was uh, like, so good. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I liked it. it. I liked it. It was great. But imagine Jerry Stiller playing that character. Yeah. That I mean, been great. That would have been even better. Yeah. What if Ben Stiller played the guy who had lost the camp? 
that he bought it from. Yeah. Because they were never in the... It would be easy to film. They were never in screen together. That's true. Uh, Did you notice the other Seinfeld character in this movie? No. It was driving me crazy. Where have I seen the nurse? Oh, me too. She was the virgin in Seinfeld. Are you sure? Remember when Jerry was dating a virgin? Did you IMDb verify that? I had to, that's where I found it on IMDb. Oh. Yeah. So did, you, also, did you have to go ahead. That is not from memory. So okay. if anybody's wrong, it's IMDb. She was also in Little Nicky and Mighty Ducks, too. So I must have seen her in Little really? Nicky, too. I yeah. don't really remember it. Who is she in Mighty Ducks, too? Uh, Terry at party. So maybe not. Was, was Little Nicky <laughs> okay. that bad? Yes. I don't remember any details about it, and I remember really not liking it. I remember it's it's one of the most Adam Sandler blatant uh, paid product placement-y. Oh. Like, it's, it's oh. Product with product placement throughout that movie. Interesting. Oh, like, just lots of various things? But, like, so much so that you think, is this a Wayne's World bit? Because oh, it's okay. that bad. Like, yeah. yeah. I just remember it was so bad that even middle school Sam couldn't make it through, mm. which oh, says a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, literally, okay. yeah, he discovers his demon angel powers or whatever, and then uses them to manifest Popeye's chicken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause in my, in my, there's like that timeline of the Sandler movies where like they're, they're watchable and then not watchable. And I th- this was like the cusp. It was the last, it was either the last watchable one or the first unwatchable one. And I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I think, think it's it pretty was, rough. Yeah. Did you guys know that Adam Sandler and Judd Apatow were roommates at one point? What? That sounds so. right. Cause don't they yeah. do, don't they play legitimately old, like home videos of them at the beginning of funny people? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I haven't seen it. I oh, yeah, I think they it starts with actual when they were like roommates, just kind of okay. getting started in comedy. That's yeah, probably cause... why it seems so right. Like it, if you say like they're best friends, it's like yeah, of course, and it must be because of funny people. Mm. Yeah, I guess um, for me the biggest tragedy though is that because uh, it was kind of last minute. Because, you know, I, I was asleep this whole time and just woke up and you guys were recording. So I hopped in. <laughs> but uh, is that it's in the laundry, so I couldn't wear it. My I have the exact same outfit that Tim was wearing when we were first introduced to him. You know, the cut off the belly shirt football oh. jersey oh and God. the jean shorts with the wow. boots. Yep, oh I got the exact same one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> on theme with my costume today or outfit, too. I'm wearing my Imperial Summer Camp Star Wars shirt. Oh, yeah, I saw that. (laughs) It's just perfect. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) So, Nick, I think we're all dying to know what you thought of the film. Should we start with you? He hated it. It's going to break my heart. I don't want to know, Nick. Lie. Lie to me. first, Sam? (laughs) Before he breaks your heart? I mean, Nick could go. All right, you oh, look right no. into the webcam. You look right here. <laughs> look us in the eyes. I mean, there was some fun stuff for sure, but overall, <laughs> it wasn't super great. Wasn't super great. Oh no! <laughs> what the I'm fuck? No. All right. You we were like Lars's like whole body. Lars is the best. <laughs> okay, here, here's a good example of like where this movie could have been great. 
oh, is no. when he's writing the letter to his grandmother. <laughs> and he's writing this letter in the style of the Civil War soldiers writing letters home. That scene could have been brilliant. But instead, it just kind of fell flat, you know? They could have really played up this awesome farce of it being like him being in the Civil War. But instead, it's just like, it's like they 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 were walking towards that joke and didn't follow through. Well, well wait, they had a scene of the kids trying to kill a cow with a tennis racket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it's it's certainly not a bad movie. Like there was definitely fun stuff. I'm just not gonna say it was the best thing. I, I might be like my my cup might be runneth over with Ben Stiller. Mm, that's fair. Um, when I saw there's something about Mary, I was. In man, there's something about Mary is so good. There's just something I about it. I hate that movie so much. Every Ben Stiller <laughs> experience after that has been less enjoyable. When, mm, you, when was <laughs> something about Mary? Wasn't that after? It was like 2000 or 99 or something. No, yeah, it yeah. had to have been after this. Yeah. 98. Oh. I don't know. So that's my do guess. you wish Heavyweights was more like something about Mary, Nick? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I want this to be something else. Um, I, I think, I mean, I think it speaks to the experiment of this podcast, but I, because I think this movie is extremely enjoyable to, you know, a, a 10 to 15 year old, right? And, and now those people as adults remember it fondly. And if you see it the first time as an adult, you say, oh, that's, that's a cute movie. Kids would like that. Um, but it doesn't do much so for me. what you're saying is that we all have the attention span of a 10 to 15-year-old. He's not no. wrong. That's fair. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Wow, something about I, Mary was 98. So really no, oh, three years after this? Yeah. That sounds Called right. it. Because clearly Ben Stiller's on the rise at this moment. This is mm -hmm. early in the rise, this movie That's that we crazy. just watched. It feels like two totally different eras to me. Yeah, it does. Mm. When was yeah. Dodgeball? That was later 2000, like three. My what guess. did you ask? You totally cut uh, out. I said, when was yeah. Dodgeball? Oh, yeah, that was ball? much later. That's early aughts. But I feel like I feel like spiritually the, they are the same movie. This and this and that. Oh yeah, I mean it's it helps that he's the exact same character, but yeah, yeah. I think, it's I think the, dodgeball is more adult geared and yeah. heavyweights mm -hmm. is child focused. Dodgeball to was uh 2004. Oh, mm -hmm. that's close. Yeah. I feel like this movie, like while I see what you're saying, Nick, I feel like this movie very much reflects that time period though of mm -hmm. like 1995 like the style and the way it's made and mm -hmm. the fact that they didn't quite walk it all the way to that joke because i feel like at that time a kids movie wouldn't you know yeah um comedy has really like evolved and i think it's become sharper and punchier now but in the 90s like <laughs> these sort of half-assed jokes were kind of the th the thing i think yeah. well, though that being said does like surprisingly not Problematic. I know Sam had mentioned at the beginning she expected there, and I and yeah. I wanted to say something like actually I think it's pretty. But I don't want to put my foot in my <laughs> mouth. I'm on a no foot diet. Um, but uh, yeah, there wasn't really no. anything. It was pretty conscientious. Was, uh, yeah. yeah, there was like yeah. there was like the dressing up as 
uh, American Indians at the end. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, that part's not cool anymore, but... Yeah. And well, they, you know, there's the whole thing where they kidnap a person. What is wrong with you? Yeah, but he's the bad guy. <laughs> but that's, that's just That's very 80s movie logic. Yeah, it, it, yeah definitely. Yeah. I did expect a lot more from Keenan. Yeah, he's not really... But uh, he doesn't. This really was, I think, pre all that though, wasn't it? Maybe. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It was before that, and before oh, Good yeah. Burger, and oh all yeah, that? I'm gonna, huh. I'm yeah. Gonna when, when was Good Burger? Because Keenan looks so young okay. in this movie. Yeah, and it's it's been so long. I've never actually seen Good Burger, but it's been a while since I've like what been conscious of uh, that. Good it's Burger really... was 1997. What? Oh wow! He... Mighty Ducks was the first thing he did. Mighty Ducks two. Oh, and wow. then Heavyweights was the second. Wow! Oh, he looks okay. way then older in Good Burger compared to this. And it was only two he years. Does yeah, way older. Yeah, it was like, that's crazy. How? Did... But it was really funny that you, someone else, not me, brought it up because that's the other one <laughs> <laughs> that my sister and I watched. On oh, Stop. Good Burger. <laughs> yeah, and we'll I mean, say I wouldn't be against it. You know, so, I haven't seen it either. Actually, I've never seen it. So was the, this was a Disney movie? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, because I think that's th- if th- if there is a problem with movie, that's what it is. Is if this was a Nickelodeon movie, it would have been fucking lit the whole yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It's just weird to think Judd Apatow did a Disney movie in the mid '90s with kids. <laughs> what? He was interacting with kids for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that was his, yeah, his inner self. It's such a surprise. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet so, that Disney paycheck was very nice. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what that's what I said to Brett. He was like, "How did they get Ben Stiller for this?" And I was like, "Disney had deep pockets." Like this is like finding out that Dan Harmon and Rob Schraub wrote Monster House. Wait, it's what? Just, really? Really? Yeah, it's like the, weird. Like, yeah, the, these people Harmon? who are now known for being very sharp and very edgy, like the first scripts they sold were kind of. But really? Monster House is kind of regarded as being a really good underrated animated movie. You know, I haven't actually seen it. It's just. Yeah, it's a it's surprise. Kind of like, dark. I didn't expect that. It yeah, dark. it is kind of dark. It's a real dark it's movie. It's like <laughs> serious and dark. Well, uh, also, Nick, us writers are three dimensional people with complex <laughs> thoughts and emotions. <laughs> and, and we range. don't only have to write the same thing over That's and over. Yeah. <laughs> Space tripping, too. Space tripping. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get that sequel? <laughs> so, Sam, what did you think? Uh,. I think it exceeded my expectations by a lot. And wow. it was super fun. And Brett and I were cracking up laughing pretty much, possibly more than we were during Clue. And oh, wow. Oof. At Definitely least, not more than Clue. Okay. Well, Oof. It, it was still super funny. And I did think it kind of fell apart once they kidnapped him, but... Once I was on board with it being absurd humor, I was totally fine, and it was great, and it was really enjoyable and ridiculous, and a really good kids movie. So that's can, can I mention one thing about Clue? Sure. It's um, 
it's apparently Luna corrected me. The the British. <laughs> No, not that much. The the British pronunciation would be Cluedo. Yeah. But because Italians have this way of pronouncing every single letter, her accent, it is Cluedo. And that's, uh, I thought yep. that's what it was. But still, I mean, the point is, it's not Clue everywhere else in the world. Yeah. But sorry, Sam, you reminded me of that when you mentioned Clue. <laughs> no worries. That was it. That's all I have to say. It was awesome. I'll go next. Uh, this movie really is, I, I guess Clue is also a good comparison. I know it's not, like, the greatest movie, but it's <laughs> uh, the, the kidnapping thing, the absurdity of it, the, the licking the chocolate off of the kid, uh, like, all of that stuff is totally my brand of humor. It and it's stuff that doesn't really get put in a lot anymore into films where No, yeah. You know, you say that joke doesn't make sense and it's like that's why it's funny. Uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh and I I just I kind of miss that stuff, you know, cuz it's not just stupid, it's absurd. Um, yeah. Like him throwing yeah. the glasses down and like walking over the broken <laughs> glass. It's just yeah, so and, like, over obviously the top. not up to it. Yeah. <laughs> he's just ah, ah. Or like the part yeah. where he's laying on the bed of nails and they hit the ice thing and then he has to like kind of yeah. peel himself off the nails. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, the 18th level of the Perkis system. Yeah. Which we all should have done this or past his... weekend, which was Labor Day. Oh. Yeah. His whole, like, the the Icarus rolling the rock up the hill, like, yeah. Yeah. totally well, wrong thing. Yes. Cause it's, <laughs> yes. So that took me forever too to realize, like, oh wait, that's the wrong Greek myth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good thing. I think, yeah, that's all it is. I miss that kind of humor, and uh, I'm really glad to have seen, uh, gotten another taste of it in this. Uh, so I liked it. That was good. <laughs> I'm glad I got the opportunity to have another taste of that British fudge. What? Mm. <laughs> just it made me think of them like licking the fudge off uh, of that one kid. Uh, <laughs> I will say though, you 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 might have been expecting more from Keenan. I had the thought watching this that like this is, I think Keenan delivers an uh, an even performance from then and through his entire career. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, no. is, that is how funny Keenan Thompson is, and it was funny. But I think that's how funny he is. Yeah, yeah, I kind of would have. He's to done some great stuff on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's alright. Uh, I feel like he was much better on all that, and on Saturday Night Live, he's like uh, sometimes he's just way too over the top. I want to go back and watch some all that. Well, Me too. Yeah. You know the whole thing with him on Saturday Night Live, right? Is they sometimes will just literally write in, and then the camera cuts to Keenan, and he does something. Or he makes it, he'll say, like, he does something or makes a face. So he's really just making it up on the spot. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, well. cut to Keenan and they'll say, like, make a face. Or it literally, I've heard us an interview with the writer was, uh, we've literally written, it cuts to Keenan and he does something. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Keenan. That's funny. So what did you think, Patrick? Well, I had a big old smile on my face the whole time watching this because uh, there's the nostalgia element, and I legitimately enjoy it. Like to Brett, it's just there's an element of whimsy to it totally. that I think 
that is we don't see as much these days. Everyone's just trying to out clever each other. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's good to just feel like this is just, yeah, it, it's ridiculous that they quote unquote kidnapped him in self-defense, which I don't think, I don't know if that's physically possible because <laughs> <laughs> kidnapping feels pretty planned out and structured. Yeah. And uh-huh. I think self-defense, I think kind of in the moment, um, but, uh, no, I think it's very enjoyable. I think if you watched it as a kid and you haven't seen it in a while, go give it a watch, throw it on. You might be yeah, pleasantly definitely. surprised. Yeah, I agree. I also really enjoyed it. I, I felt like I was surprised that it held up more than I thought it would. Um, and I thought it was pretty fun. I was laughing throughout and, and I feel like when you said, Sam, you said it felt like a wet, hot American summer, but for kids, like yeah. I think that's the perfect description <laughs> of it for sure. Which is, is a good thing to be in the world. Like it's, it's like, uh, it, this this theme park back in Virginia has the big awesome roller coasters and the Scooby Doo roller coaster for kids. You know, it's like you gotta have a wet hot American summer, but for kids, yeah, for yeah. kids, you know, yeah. for the kids. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again, Patrick. F- um, I hope the the yeah. sofa's comfy there. Did Might you have to grab a shower. Did- uh, I got like Patrick? 20 minutes till my lift gets here. Uh, you really, you really got to go this time though. I'm sorry. Just, uh, and just in case people didn't hear last week's show, uh, you should tell us a little bit about space tripping and, yeah. uh, you're working on follow-ups. I mean, nothing's really happened since last time. Cause I've just been sleeping <laughs> as we've established. <laughs> Get to work on the next book. Well, I've been busy. Ash is at, we've got this, little theme project, which is why I'm here for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so sleeping on Ash's 2,500 mile long couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's really comfortable. You can fit a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So where is, is the best place to get space tripping? The sci-fi comedy action novel. Wherever books are sold. No, um, <laughs> anywhere books yes are sold. No. So it's yard sales. Um, no, yeah, obviously <laughs> Amazon. Um, online, you can do Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble. Um, it's in Barnes and Noble stores. It's in independent bookstores. It really depends on you know the store if they chose to pull it from their distributor. I think we talked about that the first time I was yeah. on with you guys. The whole process. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want, yeah, I don't want to like retread no, stuff, but I, no, I definitely yeah. want to make sure people who haven't heard other episodes know about the yeah. book and, and can get their hands on it. I, I checked I do. Powell's books in Portland and they didn't have it. And I was really What sad. the fuck, Powell's? I know. It's okay. Gianna I'll go Powell's. there and request it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's paperback in the stores. You can buy an ebook at the different online and then Amazon only has, um, the only, you can only get the audio book from Amazon on audible. Who read it? Hmm. I feel like you said uh, a guy named Nicholas Tokoski. He's a voice actor. He's oh. done a number of books. Yeah. Yes, I've listened to a book that he's done. Mm-hmm. He's kind yeah. of got an interesting voice. I th- he did it interesting because it's all aliens, and he he basically took different um, like accents from around the world here, and then oh. he did a really good job of 
paying attention to because I've got a lot. I threw a lot in there. Got went a little went a little crazy, <laughs> but he he definitely did. Uh, like he 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 made it, and they they all they all work really well. Like he's like this race is all going to sound Russian. <laughs> this race is all going to sound <laughs> Irish. Awesome, and it it works. I was like, oh, I didn't think of it that way, but it does a really good job of uh, kind of breaking it up. Oh wow! Um, I'm gonna. I think I have an audible credit. I'm gonna get the. Audio I think one. it's if you've got prime or unlimited one of those different subscription things that it's on like the it's like free or something like that. Oh. If you, i think if you oh, have prime it Kindle might be free. library maybe something one of those yeah i think yeah it's it's on there yeah so if you've I think it might just be prime if you have prime it might be free i don't know go check it but, <laughs> and if it's free do me you, a favor leave a review hopefully you a good be wanting one. to sell books yeah <laughs> but i guess you get something from the subscription royalties yeah, yeah, they they track that. There's metrics and things, and it it's above my. <laughs> uh, it goes above my head. I don't know. I just make sure that I get my. I just check my account. Does someone get deposited? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I just I just got your audio thing. So there you go. Oh great. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it's not a question for now. But like with music, there's certain marketplaces where the artists definitely get a bigger cut. Is there like, is it like that for books or does it not really matter where you, where you buy your book from? Uh, no, honestly, I don't not, not, no, wherever you can get it from. It's, um, and obviously if you buy it used, no, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but no. And, and the the funny thing is I make this ebook or paperback. I make, I make the same. So cool. Interesting. Mm hmm. Cool. Well, any uh, any Twitters or anything we should keep an eye out for? Oh, yeah. I'm at the Pat Edwards on Twitter. I have other social media, but really that's the only one I'm... I guess I, I jump the in and out show. of the, the, the Let's Rewatch Facebook group, so you can catch me there. But uh, other than that, pretty much Twitter is I'm the most active on. I keep trying Instagram. I go through phases, but I'm just... My brain works like with words. It just fits better. <laughs> so Twitter's my medium. Nice. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us again. For uh, for I promise to give you a break for a while, Nick. <laughs> we love to see you. Just yeah, snuggle up you... with this teddy bear, and we'll see you next yeah. time. Even even now, all this time later, uh, Alien is still our our episode with the highest downloads. Mm-hmm. Cool, because it's the best it's, movie. It still it's, gets and the best. It's a perfect movie, and is it? A perfect episode of our podcast. It's a perfect podcast, yeah. It's a perfect podcast. Yeah. I like how Nick threw all the credit to the movie and not Patrick at all. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's riding that movie's coattails. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, if you like the show, this is part of the Last Dash TV network of content. It's this podcast and a YouTube channel with a uh, drinking show, video game parodies, uh, <laughs> a lot of other crazy stuff we actually recently released cop pockets which is our hot pockets 90s commercial parody and it already has over six thousand views Woo! so get on it nice. if you haven't seen it it's I, only a minute and seven seconds long i think you can take that time out of your life i i watch this video i know what your sequel to cop pockets should be oh yeah i, I saw a meme on uh facebook i think or reddit and it was hot topics, and it was all of the goth people in a hot pocket, and so that should be your sequel. That's uh, pretty funny. Yeah, or just the same commercial, but with goths. Yep. Yep. Uh, but you can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Laughstash TV on Twitter, or you can follow this podcast at Let's Rewatch on Twitter, and 
Uh, we have, as Patrick mentioned, a Facebook group page where people talk about lots of fun stuff, like making a Heavyweights 2 parody trailer. So you're missing out on all that fun stuff there. So look up, it's Let's Rewatch Podcast, and it's a closed group, so you just have to ask to be added, but I'll add you. Don't worry, I won't do a background check or any of that weird stuff. You said the Venmo or 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, perfect. It does cost money. There's an application processing fee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you liked our podcast, uh, please give us a positive review on whatever platform you, you use and uh, tell your friends to get us some more listeners. We love to have more people in this awesome, awesome review community. And make sure your podcast feeds are all up to date and join us again in another two weeks for more Let's Rewatch. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Next time we're going to watch... <laughs> Father Guido Sarducci goes to college. Oh, I that's, am that's in. Definitely not racist. <laughs> Do you guys know oh. Father Guido Sarducci? No. What? That's How like do you know? Some comedian. Did, yeah, right? he's amazing. It was a Saturday night. I think it started on Saturday Night Live. He's like this Roman Catholic priest, but he's I don't know, kind of dirty and inappropriate, and it's not what it's sounding like as I describe it. <laughs> <laughs>